Welcome to Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe Podcast. I am Gravel Shits, a.k.a. Chris. If you haven't figured it out, now you know. My cohort, my compadre, my amigo. My amigo. Trevor Alstrom. Gorgeous George. How you doing out there, folks? Good, man. Coming to you live. That was some Misery Lou by Dick Dale, the surf legend. Nobody cares, Trevor. Anywho. This guy. Anyways, how's your day going on a, a Thursday? How's your Thursday, Thursday? And I don't know. How's your Thursday? About as Thursday as the Thursday can Thursday. Exactly. There. Exactly. It's about a Thursday. Everybody's working for the weekend. Nice. Take a piece of your heart. Right. You take a piece of your heart and you get it right from the sty. You want to be in the show? Come on, take this, bro! Nah, 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 nah. Shout out Rick Springfield. <laughs> Shout out Rick Sanchez. Fucking Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. Shout out all the Ricks. Including Ricky from South Park. Ricky and the Whalers. Ricky and the Bailers. Hell yeah. Ricky and the Undernail Tailors. I don't know. What's up, Trevor? What'd you want to talk about, man? You got all this podcast and all this room to roam, and you ain't talking. All right. So, happy June. Happy Juneteenth. We are... Well, that's coming up quick. But, uh... It's the only day I know in in June. Flag day. (laughs) Ah. June 14th. It's like right a few days before. Cool. Now I know. (laughs) It's also apparently Gay Pride Month. Gay Pride. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with being gay out there. I mean, it's just uh, don't don't hog tie me down. (laughs) We're not gay, but if you're gay and you just do your business, that's fine. Anyways. You know what I always found really uh, interesting about somebody being gay? Is if they find you attractive and they hit on you a little bit. Even though you know you're barking up the wrong tree, and it's they know, still, they know it's yeah, they know that you don't swing that way. But it's still, to a degree, it's fucking flattering. I've had dudes hit on me like really hard, and I'm just like, I I appreciate it. I've also had, but dudes I'm hit gonna on me. take my yeah. tail down the road. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get offended. I'm always like. I appreciate it. Now, if a man tried to, like, attack and rape me, that's a different situation. What do you, see, you imagine? And that's the only thing in that's straight dudes' situation. minds that ever happens. It's like, some dude's going to get a raging heart on. He's going to attack me and try to force it he's on not, me. It, we don't think about, like, maybe he's going to try to lay some smooth licks on us real quick. No, no, he's not going to show you a good time at all. He's just going to rush up. He's going to say, hi, my name is ah! <laughs> Slim Shady. <laughs> Yeah, don't think like, oh, he's gonna like make take me out for a nice French dinner and have some wine, and then these things will happen. No. Nope. So here, here's our perception, I guess, of gays is that they're just un un untethered rapists, you know, no. unchained rapists. That's not what they are, but that is a perception, unfortunately, that a lot of straight men have. That Damn like, it, man! Oh. I hope that nobody ever does that to anybody. <laughs> yeah, straight gay matter. But so, folks, be nice to your partners. Be nice to your strangers. Doesn't matter. Just be nice. 
Happy Gay uh, Pride Month. Is yeah. it Gay Pride Month or Day? Uh, month. Month? So I'm sure there'll be parades around cities here as well. I didn't look... You know something I do hate the gays for, though? What? I hate the gays for taking the rainbow flag. I love rainbows. They're awesome. What's wrong with rainbows? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you have an interesting point. It's like Nazis took that symbol. It was a it was a Janus it was a it was like a Taoist peace symbol and they flipped it. It was a Janus Joplin peace yes. sign. No. <laughs> Janism is like an Eastern philosophy. But Trevor, yeah. you can't be fumbling around with newspapers. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Moving along. So, yeah, no, Gay Pride Month. That's cool. There might be parades. Look into it if you're interested. Oh, so, man. So here you we imagine go. just seeing two hot chicks make out on the corner? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, keep it up. Here's my phone number if you get lonely. This um, <laughs> is barking up the wrong tree I again. I know. They're so walking away feeling flattered. So I got the Register Guard here, which is a big newspaper in Oregon. And had some interesting topics. Here's Trevor's fun fact about Oregon. And uh, here's some local news. There's a uh, free boat safety inspection at the Veneta and Weimar on June 4th, uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And that's near Eugene, sponsored by the Lane County Sheriff's Office and Weimar. So in the parking the lot, they'll check your boat. Is gonna be aired. It'll be way long well, gone. I'm so I'm trying to keep the local flavor here. Trying, Chris. I'm trying. The flavor is not being kept, Trevor. You're like a you're like a bazooka gum, man. You got a funny comic on you. You're you're fun to chew for a minute, but you just lose flavor real fast. <sighs> this guy. Then there's Chris. But anyways, did any of those bazooka bubblegum comics ever make you laugh? Sometimes it's like dad jokes. Like, yeah, there were weird jokes. They were they? like they were like dad jokes. Like jokes on popsicle sticks. It was like, how many popsicle sticks does it take to make a light bulb? And it's like, none. You can't build a popsicle stick out of light bulbs, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, like, how many popsicle sticks does it take to take to fuck your grandma? Answer, none. I use my penis. Oh. What kind of popsicle company? I don't know. Uh, so, register guard here. Also, we got... Oregon hospitals are going broke due to uh, COVID, and they 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 borrowed money from the federal government. And as the pandemic went on longer than any of us expected, a lot of hospitals, including uh, the hospital right across the street from us here, Mercy Hospital, they also are having issues where the federal government's like, "Pay up." And no like, mercy oh, for Mercy Hospital, I suppose. Ooh, nice. So yeah, that's the big thing here, and. Uh, I bet that's across the board, though. It's man. across. Yeah, no, There's it's probably so many hospitals that are like, we got too many bills, and it's like, well, what do you want us to do about it? Like Province Health Services, which is in Renton, Washington, lost five hundred ten million dollars in the first quarter of tw- of this year. Defund hospitals. Apparently. <laughs> defund the police and defund hospitals. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's just so, defund everything. It seems like it's hospitals, rural areas. Uh, Urban areas doesn't matter, so that's a big issue. That, and of course, if they, uh, yeah, it has to do with Medicare as well. So that was a whole interesting thing. Trevor's reading the newspaper to the people yep. on the radio. 
Oh, I'm just looking it over again. Trevor, Anyways. Trevor, what are you doing, man? I didn't know this was a this was an ex uh, uh, expose on fucking the the national what is it the, the registered, registered guard. guard. I was like, that's what I had. I'm like, that's what I have to work with right now. What? No, you have this this thing up top. This brain of yours. Stop looking at the goddamn newspaper. All right. Make jokes. Be funny. Be Trebor. I can do these things. Stop Stop going by the book. I want you to go off the rails, Trevor. You're a crazy guy. But if you keep being nuts, I'm going to take you off the force. <laughs> All right. So why is socialism so popular, bud? I don't know, man. Democracy's possibly failing. <laughs> it seems like it. Definitely seems like it. With shit going on in Europe, it definitely seems like... We are entering a phase of democracy. We're not gonna take it. It's already getting better. All right. Well, I think people are just getting wise to the fact that even with their elected officials, a lot of shit that they want to get done just ain't getting done. Too much corruption. 100%. Too many motherfuckers that are just beaten the other way. You yeah, know? they don't really give they a fuck. They don't give a fuck if democracy works or if what their yeah. fucking agenda is. They they just care that they get to pay their bills. They care that they get to keep their job. And that's oh, pretty yeah. much it, man. It's all politicians It goes do. all the way Go from... Go re-election. Oh, yeah, all the way from Supreme Court to, like, who's in charge of, like, the local bus here. If politicians did their job, they wouldn't need to be re-elected. Um. <laughs> Facts. If politicians did Facts. their jobs, there wouldn't be much need for the government. But since the government's always creating its own problems, fuck you, government. <laughs> Get it together or... Get it together or we're going to tear else. this bitch down. We're just going to start tearing everything down. Going to bring it down, going to bring it down. Going to bring it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the problem with societies, I think, will come... At a point, the people just do not know what to do when their needs aren't being met. They start to fucking revolt. They find reasons and fucking motivation to just do nutty things. And then it becomes the norm. You know, it's like with all these school shootings and all these crazy shootings yeah. going on in America, man. You think we would have got the hint by now. Nobody should be able to own a gun unless they've been thoroughly background checked. And we can track those guns and the ammunition they're getting and shit. There's too many crazy There's people. too many nutty Because fucks. there's too many people. And there's too many guns. You're yeah. never going to be able to keep track of all the guns. Yeah. So the problem, I think, lies is that you got to put it on the people. You, you know? also have, like, 3D printed guns, too, where, like, 80% of the perceivers, so you don't have to put a serial number on it. So you have all they these guns with no serial. don't have to do no shit, serial. man. 3D printed guns are the new wave of ghost guns. So yeah. It's just a matter of time before the government has to build a strategy to fucking combat that. Yeah. Can't stop people from buying 3D printers. It's literally an arms race, pun intended. Yeah. You know, before before long, man, people won't even need fucking uh, guns and shit. Guns are the old man's way of fighting. We'll use uh, lightsabers and rail guns. Not even. We're going to use drones. Oh, yeah. We're going to use drones with mounted machine guns and fucking bombs. Maybe laser beams at some point. But Yeah. If you can if you can get a drone to deliver a package, why can't you get a drone to, to drop a, a hand grenade? They've already been doing that in the Middle East. Like, yeah. 
Obama was the president to be like, let's try this drone thing out. And he bombed and killed a lot of motherfuckers, but they aren't... Well, they already knew what the drone program was going to be. But they, he, he was like, keep it going. Like, he... I'm sure he had some people in charge of drone companies like, there's all this money, you know. You well, we have these bad guys. Things. You we have these. these you things. have bad guys. You know, you're protecting yeah. America and freedom. Go, go, use our drones to kill these people. Yeah, like everything better. And I think the the biggest issue is that the easier it is to kill somebody without being present, without actually being there and dealing with the dead body afterwards and all that shit, it becomes just another one and zero to somebody on a computer screen. True. You know, there's you, one person I need to get to zero. You so. definitely dehumify the situation. Mm-hmm. You dehumanize it when you do that. To the point where killing somebody used to be a thing where it was brutal. It was. You, know? you it were was going usually, up with a guy like you and I would be fucking eyeball to eyeball. Yeah. With knives in each other's guts. Knives or fucking weapons, and then it would be a it would be a thing. But now it's become. All right, well, we'll shoot at each other. It's very passive. And now that they don't want to shoot at each other because too many people die, now they're finding real creative ways to kill people. Now, the nerds are going to inherit everything. Yep. Make some nerdy guys your friends, folks. Even wars have been nerdified now. 100%. That's why they're training. One of the U.S. Army's biggest polls is that they got... Esports. They have a electronic sports league where they have people that play uh, sports for the American uh, Army as a team. So it's but it's an online thing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because a lot of these people do that professionally, and they gain do a lot of support for the military, and they get other people more involved. The so people that do the online sports. It's a good way to indoctrinate the next generation, man, because people love video games. Getting them ready for the next set, you know, the next wave of uh, warfare. I mean, that's what we've done with Halo and fucking Call of Duty and everything else. 100%. We're we're getting ready for uh, another war. But I mean, war is... Unfortunately, something we've always had and we'll never get rid of. So, well, war war is going to be a part of us just like anything else. But we fighting are... wars in a in a dignified way that was something that kind of got thrown out when guerrilla warfare tactics took yeah. over. And also, as we got more efficient with firearms, exactly. that changed everything. Yeah, if you can set up a guy that's a great shot, you know. Uh, a mile and a half away and he can shoot at people. It's amazing. It's not like when you'd have to have three rows of archers to do what, you know, all of a sudden one guy with... With an a AR-15, spotter. With a spotter and, yeah, a guy with, you know, a sniper rifle and an AR-15 or even just mortars now. Now yep. you, you have fucking mortar guns like we're sending to Ukraine like these new howitzers we're sending over there. Oh, yeah. And eventually we're going to get crazy shit like oh, electromagnetic rail guns. Yeah. And that shit's going to change a lot of shit like once we start getting that like those are damn near as powerful as nuclear weapons but they're powered by electricity the electromagnetic field that the earth creates the problem with real guns is that they are so powerful that they destroy the the mechanisms that they fire off oh yeah so you can only fire a real gun a couple times before it's you have to replace something kind of like a bee i mean i know 
Like a bumblebee, like it stings once, done. Well, interestingly enough, uh, quick bee fact, the female ones are the only ones with stingers. The males actually That's right. are just for procreation. That's true. I've heard that. So the males stick around the hive and they fuck the queen, and if they're the lucky enough to fuck the queen and, and give her more uh, bee babies, uh, they basically, when they impregnate the queen... They drag all the entrails out of the back of the, the male bee. Yeah. So his uh, his insides become food for her. It's pretty trippy. Chris knows all the buzz about bee facts. I get into watching ants work, and I get into watching bees work because of how proficient they are. They are crazy efficient. When I've it comes seen to like ants where they're able to make it literally like a living bridge across like a, a stream that's yep. been flooded in the Amazon. Yep. And they were able to do that. I was like, can you imagine if humans could do that shit? It's crazy. But it's really hard to get people to put themselves before something else. Like ants and bees are like, fuck it. Great or good. They're great or good. If you explain to somebody, like, look, you're going to die right now. But if you die, millions of people will live. It'd be really hard to convince a person to kill themselves, you know? Just throw themselves clinging onto another person in the middle of like a raging river, like that would be. Well, that's more heroic, I think. That's like you know you're saving somebody. But imagine if it was just like you were born and you lived a life and you didn't know where your life was going, but one day somebody came to you and they're like, "You have to die. Yeah. If you die, something great will happen for the human race." I don't know if I'd be down for that. If somebody told me that, I'd be like, "Yeah, well, they might have to wait for that one." Um, it's it's hard to get people to put themselves aside so that bigger things can happen. True. We all feel important. You know, we all feel that the world's ours. I mean, we're still an animal species, but we have this consciousness that gives us this fucking attitude that we have. So It's an ego. Yeah. Ego's not a terrible thing to have, but it can also be very destructive. Oh, it's a, it's a double-edged sword for sure. It's what can make us the greatest and at the same time the worst species. So, being selfish is a terrible thing to do, but sometimes being selfish is better self-preservation. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's how people have gotten by so long is that we've learned to self-preserve so that we can repopulate and then fucking have another generation fight yeah. our wars. But like anything but, with great power comes great responsibility. Shout out Uncle Ben. Spider-Man. But anyways, yeah. Who knows if we're going to just burn her, burn and fuck ourselves into a hot mess or if we're going to like spread our disease to the rest of the space. Who knows? That's I think what the I human race know. is like a disease, man. We're like a... I hope we uh, get stopped here. Well, I we're hope, cancer. I know. That's why I hope we, we don't go past Earth, honestly. Like, I don't want us to spread. There's already technology to take people off of the planet if the, if the planet is to fail. There's already that technology. But, I mean, it's still going to take a long time to get to an actual planet, but... Not at all. Mars is the next step. Well, Mars. Mars is, is within uh, traveling distance. It's able... Its atmosphere is able to hold... Isn't that uh, like a year... It's like a year's journey right at the moment? It's a couple... I think it's like a year or something. A little over a year. Yeah. At, well, depends if we dis- we discover some crazy new way to, like leap through space at a faster distance no. but 
But Mars is within shooting distance, yeah. and it's the next step, 100. percent That's all it is. It's is been that the we're next gonna step. Find, we're going to find another planet to inhabit us, and then the people that are going to further the the species are going to be moved off the planet, and the rest of us will be left. Just to burn and die. Yeah, us. yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. That would be funny if it was like within our lifetime. They're like, we're going to take these people, start Mars, you schmucks. Fucking troglodytes. Figure it out. Figure it out. So, yeah. The only reason why that wouldn't happen in such a mass scale, I think, is because people won't stand for it. A lot of people would revolt. And a lot of people would I just would end up so. tearing tearing up all the equipment for them to leave. Yeah. They'd oh. have to do it like under the dark of night. We They'd would have to just have a yeah. Bunch of if we knew leaving. that they were just gonna like oh fuck all of you, we would hundred percent. I would hope be like we're stopping you. Yeah, and that's the funny part is that even though they are trying to better our species, they are t- trying to do what's best for our species. We don't give a fuck because we're important too. It makes you think like something we don't really ever think about, but um. All the the people that move from one continent to another, like like when a lot of the Europeans spread out to the Americas, I wonder. You never really hear about it, but like, was there any resentment from the Europeans for all these other Europeans like leaving? That's something I've never heard mentioned. Like, probably. I mean, there's always people that say like, "Oh, you've already done what you came here to do. Why can't you just be happy with that?" But especially being like an explorer and stuff, you probably are never satisfied. You yeah. Know, just just finding some place. Yeah. Those and there's so many great explorers out there that always push the envelope like Leif Erikson. Well, there's people that just want to conquer. I yeah. think there's people that Cortez. want to conquer things. Yeah. You know, so the best way to do that is to be the first asshole to the spot. Like you know? Cortez or somebody. Yeah. Or Kangaskhan or someone like that. I get a little bit Genghis Khan. Yeah. Don't want you to get it on with nobody no, else. No, no shout outs to conquerors out there. Nope. Fuck you guys. Let's shout go. out to Lao Tzu. The art of war. Hell yeah. Well, that's Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu, that's right. Yeah, yeah Sun Tzu. So, have you read that book? I have... Listen to the audio book. Oh. It's pretty that's, awesome. That's the same. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. No, so I've read it, and that's one of my favorite books. The other one I want to read, I haven't read all, I've read parts of it, is The Book of Five Rings. Have you heard of it? I have heard of that. Dude, it was written by this real-life samurai. He was the most successful samurai ever. He won, like, 50-plus death matches right. with the best swordsmen in Japan, and he won all of them. And uh, he was the greatest swordmaster at that time. He went into the cave and fucking wrote all his ideas and principles behind it. And like some of that shit influenced like Star Wars and a lot of things, just the way oh, yeah. he, he talks. Like he's one of the ultimate warriors, and like I've read a little bit of it, and just his philosophy is pretty badass. Nice. He's like, when, you, when it's time, you need to know it's time, and when it's not time, you need to get ready for when it is you time. You know it's not time. Yeah. yeah. Like some straight Yoda shit. It's pretty cool. So yeah, shout out Yushu uh, Mako Makamori or The Book of Five Rings. So anyways, 
Let's see, what else? I do have one more funny thing I learned. Okay. So apparently there is an outbreak right now of hepatitis A, and it's from strawberries coming from near Mexico. Okay. So yeah, and hepatitis, as I'm sure most folks know, can eventually lead to liver failure. Yeah. And death. Yeah, death. Woo! So, that is a whole thing I've heard about. And yeah. Grow your own strawberries, folks, because they're less likely to kill you, whereas you get them from somewhere else. So, yeah. I heard uh, they found a medication to cure hep C. Remember how how long hep C was, like, a real death sentence for mm-hmm. a lot of people? And then eventually they just found medicine for it, and they were like, yeah, we can cure that. Sorry all those folks that died. A lot of those crazy, like, diphtheria, which is a disease that killed a bunch of kids. And, and uh, it's it, a hell of a cool word. Diphtheria. But, yeah. It would like. I put your hand up on your hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. I put your hand up on your dip. Dip theory of it. Dip theory of Do the dip theory of dip. All right. I think we. I think you just invented something, Chris. That's pretty awesome. I once got it on in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> I do the Humpty Dump. Do I, the actually, Humpty. I actually talked to my boss about that song today. I was randomly like, what's up with the Humpty Dump? And he's a guy that, in his late thirties, that likes hip hop. chance to do the dance. He started singing it. Oh, him and I just started doing it at each other. It's hilarious. Do, do me, baby, do, me, do the hump, did hump. I do the hump, did hump. hump. Because, yeah. because I'm Fucking crafty. underground, man. Yeah. They gave Tupac a start. What was the name of him? Criminal. Uh, the underground. Yeah, the underground. Yeah. That's right. He started with them. Started with the underground. Yeah, and that dude just had, like, one song that got huge. And what was, was his stuff. name? Do you remember? I don't know his name. He did some other stuff, I've heard. Yeah. Like, with other people. If you ever see uh, the music video, uh, I Get Around by Tupac. Yeah. He's hanging out at his house, at his mansion, with a bunch of chicks and uh, the underground. They're just over for, like, a pool party. Nice. Yeah, he's like, and I still hang with the underground. <laughs> Nice. Shout out, uh, old school hip hop and rap. Hell yeah. <laughs> 80s and 90s, man. What was good. So, uh, 80s, 90s, and whatever. Whatever. So, uh, the place you work at is apparently opening a new sober house of Highway 99 <laughs> called the Phoenix House. I don't work for no Phoenix House. Well, St. Vincent de Paul is opening a sober house soon. Well, the I don't house. work at St. Vincent de Paul. Nope. Nope. Uh, well, that's cool that they're doing that. Yeah, man. It's weird being on the other side of, of all that. They do do a lot of like crazy cool things for the community. But... Being on the other end, man. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Even where I work at, I've had people come in or been, gone to mills where they've been like, you've been good to us for years. And to me, it's like, I just no. I just, I just, just fixed the motherfucker. Like, yeah. It means a lot less to me than to the manager who's like, hey, guys, 
made us so much money for Sawbites. To me, I'm like, I just fix the bitches. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't care. I get If you really want to show somebody that you care, folks, money is a great gift. <laughs> Money's always a cool gift. Or cheese. Cheese is cool. Cheese. Also, a good knife. Would you agree? A good knife? Give someone like a good knife. It's a good hey. A good knife is usually pretty cool. Yeah, a good tool in general. If you really like someone, give them a good tool. Tools are always very useful. <laughs> Alright, other stuff. Do you have any topics you want to mention? Because I have an album review and you still have a movie review. Yeah, I got a movie review. Okay, let's go. It's called, uh, oh shit. It was an animated Yeah, it's one, an right? animated movie. It's uh, brand new. It's called The Mitchells versus something. Ah, crap. I forget the name of it. Describe the movie, though, what do you think about it? It's, uh, it's like The Mitchells versus the world or something like that. It's basically an animated movie about a girl who's really into film. And like uh, you know, photography and stuff like that. And she's about to go to college, and her parents want to make a uh, last-minute road trip to drop her off at college. And it basically becomes them just going on this crazy adventure where uh, robots begin to start to take over the world. Interesting. Yeah, the apocalypse basically happens on her trip to college. <laughs> and uh, they end up having to band together as a family to defeat the robots. It's a pretty good uh, comedy. I liked it a lot. I think it's like the Mitchells versus the world or something like that. But it's a really great uh, movie. The, the main villain is a cell phone. So it's a cell phone that's become self-aware. And it doesn't realize why humans are worth saving and stuff. And it, it basically boils down to like... The family loves each other and yeah. sees that they're better people because of the end of the world. And it's all it's all lovey dovey and gooey. Yeah. So go check it out. It's an animated movie. It's a Pixar and uh, Pixar and Walt Disney thing, I think. Okay. Something like that. But yeah. they they defeat the robots. They kick ass. Uh, yeah. They uh, find out a lot about themselves. They have a crazy funny dog that's in this movie. And one of this dog's abilities is to uh, stare at robots and make a malfunction because they don't know what the dog is. They think it's a loaf of bread or they think it's a fucking uh, uh, dog or a cat or like they, the the robots can't make heads or tails of this d- stupid looking dog. Oh, heads or tails of a dog. Yeah, heads or tails of a dog, man. But... Eight out of ten reels of film, folks. Uh, I really did like the movie. It, it was a little longer than I thought it was going to be. It was about two hours, but it's uh, a full movie. Yeah, that's a that's a definitely you're sitting down. But if you're with your kids or you're with your family, definitely a good watch. There you go. And uh, any famous voice actors in that or? Definitely, Danny McBride, the go- the dude from Eastbound and Down, is the dad, the main character dad. Nice. Yeah, it's a real love story between a dad and a daughter, because the kid's going off to college, and the parents are gonna get their very last chance to kind of spend any time with her. Yeah. 
and uh, dad and, and the daughter don't always get along. You know, it's like the the whole uh, backstory. Gotcha. But yeah, I liked it. That's awesome. All right, so what do you got, Trevor? I have for my album review a uh, surf a surf rock man, but it's like a current new surf rock. Part of the new wave, pun intended, of surf rock. The band is called Man or or Astro Man, and the album is called Destroy All Astro Men. All right. And it's pretty awesome. It's, okay. it's half an hour. I'll let you uh, do your thing real quick. So yeah, surf rock has uh, been around since the late '50s, early '60s. Yeah, bands like The Ventures and Link Ray and Dick Dale and even The Beach Boys. They definitely all helped take uh, all these like country and blues and other things into what eventually turned into rock and roll. Rock and roll! So shout out to Surf Rock. I recommend looking up Surf Rock if you... Pretty much anyone that... I don't care who you are. I was learning songs that had come out like 50, 50 plus years before I started playing the guitar. That I was learning stuff by the ventures. Like everyone, if they want to get good technical guitar, like you're gonna learn the ventures. Like you're gonna you know learn what I would love a lot of melodies. A lot of I would melodies. love to learn the the laugh for Wipeout. Oh yeah. And that sick drumming. That, dr- that drummer definitely helped inspire a lot of other drummers. Yeah. No, he was crazy. He did this crazy method, almost like Keith Moon. Like there were there were drummers that that try to mimic his style. Definitely will help lead to rock and roll and eventually punk and metal and everything else. So yeah, since you're here, I was going to play a song from this album called Joker's Wild. Oh, fucking hands. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, <laughs> I know what you guys are going to say, but we're just broke fucks and we choose not to pay for YouTube Premium. Sorry. I have escaped from Arkham Asylum this and nice. revenge will be sweet. Free once again to pursue my dishonorable profession. If you try to play your hand against mine... You will find the Joker is wild. Signed, the Joker. It a lot. It's really good. The whole album is uh, half an hour is just crazy fast instrumentals. Like sometimes they yell in the background randomly, which is big in like surf and early like garage rock, where they'll just randomly yell something in the background and then just keep playing these these really long like very reverby riffs. So that's 
That's her for you. A lot of instrumentals, a lot of reverb, and not as much distortion, but Do heavy you have bass. any guitar tips for the folks, Trevor? Um, if you're playing electric, definitely put your uh, amp onto a reverb sort of setting. And there'll usually be multiple knobs, but definitely keep, like, the. I would recommend, like, distortion low, reverb high, and then, like, the gain middle. That way you'll get a, it'll be a slight twang, so kind of almost country, but a slight twang, which is really good for surf. Nice. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Surf guitar, look it up. Again, that's. Look it up. Man or Astro Man, and the album is Destroy All Astro Men, and that song was Joker's Wild. Check them out. Destroy All Astro Men. Woo! So yeah. All right. A little surf moment there. That's pretty awesome. Let's see. I have some... I do have a couple more topics. But do you have anything, Chris, that's been bothering you on your mind you just want to talk about? Well... I could throw a weed fact in there. Do it. Let's go. All right. So, um, when you're ever uh, growing cannabis, just if you are, you know... (laughs) Um, definitely, as you're coming into your flowering stage, you want to back down uh, your light's intensity. Um, you definitely want it high for a little while while you're growing the, the plant itself out. But at a point, you're going to start to develop more trichomes, and you want your trikes to uh, take their time developing and not burn under the intense heat. Uh, they need to be in a little bit lower setting, so... You turn your light down and you'll have a better result when your trikes finally come in. Um, hell yeah, I love Mary Jane. Hell yeah. If you keep if you keep the heat too high, might as well be walking on the sun. That was my joke. No shout out to Smash Mouth. You're weird. Get it together, guys. You had a couple good songs and then a few decades happened. Dick butt kiss after that. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The world's been all right lately. I, I'm i happy to be... I've just gotten over a bit of a cold. Allergies? And, yeah, allergies yeah. were kicking my ass. And here's the weirdest part is I, I went and I got sick and I you know, had to call out from work. I went and I fell asleep for a few hours because, you know, what was I going to do? It was yeah. just, you know, going, going to bed while you're sick. I woke up and my fucking leg was hurting me. That was when my tendon started to mess with me, the back of my leg. Mm. And uh, I don't know what I did in my sleep, but I woke up and my leg was hurting. I need to stop trying to fight people in my sleep, apparently. <laughs> this is the second time within a year or so that sleep I've fucked fighting. my legs up. I mean, sleepwalking was one thing, but Chris is hardcore. He's sleep fighting. Yeah. He's like, ah! Getting the world in my dreams. What's up, Father Time? <laughs> I don't know, man. You and the Sandman just be fucking full on <laughs> MMA match, like three rounds, five minutes. A little, a little uh, two lonely boys context. I actually had uh, edema in my legs, which is like swelling oh, of the yeah. legs. Last summer. Last uh, summer. Because, White boy summer. Because I was uh, kicking a bed in my sleep while not realizing it. Well, it was that mattress. It was that um, fold-up bed. Yeah, the fold-up bed. Which, when you're camping, is something you use, and yeah, it's a fold-up 
But don't go matches. kicking it. It's not good for kicking. But what ended up happening was my legs swelled to the point where I couldn't walk. And I basically couldn't walk for three weeks. I was living out of my truck because that was the safest spot for me to be. And uh, it was pretty rough. Sometimes you were in a van down by the river a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes we got yelled out about our loud, rowdy music. Oh, yes. People at this park that uh, weren't weren't there trying to listen to some birds. I'll give you a bird to listen to. We should give them context. Context, context. You're just going into an epic story of no background. All right, Trevor, give them some context. So, as we were camping around, there was a spot... About 30 miles south of us, Carsborough Lake, and we were camping down there. And it's a uh, it's a park that's run by the Army Corps of Engineers, strangely yeah. enough. Yeah. So it it's not like Forest Service or parks where you're like, all right, you know. They hire some old people to watch. Hire the old property. people like these are young people that look like they work. They're out. young people that young are fit in, people that are in the Army National Guard. Yes. So yeah, these are quote-unquote people are training these soldiers they are soldiers yeah yeah but what happened so uh apparently chris and i were, were slight troglodytes and after a long we were day, drinking and we were hanging smoking. out in the car smoking and drinking yeah we were we were drinking booze and listening to the radio slightly loudly yeah hey like shane gillis white guy country songs they just it's white guys what they're doing at that moment Turn the radio up. Yep. Just that whole thing. So we were having a good time. And we uh, get two young ladies. Two walk. pretty young ladies. Yes. And the one that spoke was very pretty, but she was uh, very cold and to the point. No, she was, she did, she, she did not fuck around. So what she happened was, was, was they walked up to us while we were drinking and smoking, which you're not supposed to be drinking on the property. And or definitely it's not supposed to be smoking We're doing both. So, we were already off to a good start. Um, the <laughs> lady came over and asked me if I was Trevor. because Trevor Allstrong. It was under his name. Yep. And I go, no, he is. So, I lost points for that immediately. You held me under the train, not <laughs> I even I was the like, bus. if anybody's getting kicked out, it's this asshole. <laughs> All right, so you're just going to be there in a the truck, and I'm just going to walk around yeah. with a couple things. <laughs> Thanks, bud. No, but uh, the lady goes, uh, there are people around here trying to listen to the birds, and you guys are having too loud of music. You need to turn it down. There's all these people, and she swept her arm, and she... And to the, to and show it, us yes. all the empty yes. parking lot in this of like, spots. And this, like, I'd say 100, probably 240-degree, like, sweep of her arm. She has wide, dramatic sweep. So there was three. The there camp. was three of these like twenty campsites had any people in them. So in the campsite that we were at, we were by it a was lake. right by a lake, but there was like thirty spots on one side. That was yeah. our side, and there was maybe three people there in the whole side, and not like really within distance of anything. We were pretty much by ourselves. So the lady comes up, she hassles us, and she goes, if you don't listen up, motherfuckers, you might have to leave. And we were like, yeah, we'll listen. And we turned the music down, and uh, she got what she wanted. Uh, But we got what we wanted because we got to watch her walk away. (laughs) Yeah, no, she was hot. She was hot. But hot girls always getting what they want, goddammit. 
But she definitely... It's got to stop, folks. Stop stop giving hot girls what they want. She definitely didn't want any of our shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> we were definitely below her in her mind, so... We were. We were below her. Who's out there getting wasted in a truck? We were these two homeless guys. Yeah. Two homeless guys getting wasted. Yep. Yeah. And two, this lady's just trying to do her job, and we're making it hard on her. It's being these two white trash motherfuckers, but... The problem was, was that they monitored the area with, like, vehicles yeah. every couple hours. Yeah, So ridiculous. you couldn't do shit at that place. You couldn't turn music up, couldn't have open containers, like, nothing. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was so weird how they had it monitored like it was a part of the military. They're oh, like, yeah. if these campers want to camp on our campgrounds, we're <laughs> in the military. They're going to they're gonna conform to our bullshit. And I'm like, I guess. Just like Randy Marsh somewhere screaming, but I thought this was America. America. The best, America. The best thing was was the lake that we were by, the reservoir. Oh, so low. It was mighty. so low. There was no water oh, in it. Was it was gross. It was like you had to wade through a half a mile we should of talk mud about, to we, get to the water. We should, about, we should talk about when you and I went out there, and I'll tell you, I should tell you about when I made that trip. That shit was crazy when I hiked around that thing, but... Let's talk about the, our dip real quick. Yeah. So we uh, both wadded probably a quarter mile through mud before we eventually got to the super low, super warm. And it was hilarious because this was the walk down. Like, this was the walk down. It was really hard rock at first, like really stones and sticks you had to mm-hmm. walk on. So really rough on the feet. And then it got real hardcore, uh, hard, like all the clay was dried out from the, from the sun. Oh, and yeah. And then... It, it got flaky. slick. It got real slick. You had to walk through the slick. It was like then, slick mud. Super yeah. slick mud. Like someone had like, like greased, a, greased the ground. Like someone had taken a pressure washer and cut a line with water like a knife. Like the first third of it was like just the driest sandy shit. And yeah. then it's like just the slickest shit. So you go from like walking rock, heavy on this dry shit to just... To, to you wood, instantly to fucking sink. oiled fucking floors. Yeah, and then and you then eventually right wade through. That, and this is like... Well, we it's like through. right after the slick, you get down to the bogging mud. It's also where, hot mud, too, by the way. Well, it's, it's hot. Like, it's hot mud. Okay, Trevor, it doesn't matter. It's fucking temperature. <laughs> but you get down to this bogged kind of mud where you're stepping in and your foot's going down a foot. Yeah, and so you're you're, you're getting sucked in, and you're just trying to fight to the water. Eventually, you start to hit the water. So Slowly. then, so then you got a little bit of uh, water to help you kind of maneuver the mud, and it's another hundred yards to any like actual water. You got to wade through a bunch of more mud in, in like ankle high water. It it was ridiculous. All right, so what do you have to say about it? True. True. I don't know. That was that was a strange place. So one day I went. I did a hike around it, and I uh, brought my guitar with too. But I did a hike, probably total area the the whole thing, probably three miles. But I was around a lake, and if you just looked at it, it was low. But what surprised me was there were there were tributaries that were running like aqueducts that were extremely deep and swift that ran into this tiny thing. So as I, I first went out to the mud and I found this giant tree stump that looked like a dragon. Dragon stone. Dude, I took a couple pictures. I should... I think I'll send... I do have them, but there was this... No. 
I should send you. There was probably the coolest tree stump I've ever seen, though. It literally looked like a dragon, and the thing was 20 feet long, and it jutted out into the lake, and it looked like a fucking dragon. Dragon. And there was a perfect smoking area, and I went and I hung out, and I sat on top of this thing and smoked, and I blew it out to the dragon like a, a smoking dragon. It was pretty epic. There you go. That was... And what yeah. else happened? So after I hung out with the, the, the dragon tree stump... Went out and I uh, found my first um, fast tributary, so I realized that I had a guitar with and I had a backpack. So I had, so I ended up uh, waiting with a backpack and then a second trip for a guitar, like super swift water, and I had to like balance it and swim with one arm, get that shit across. And I ended up having to do that, and then all of a sudden it was like thick mud up to your knees. So I just had to like sledge through all this mud. And then it was like random dry. And it was like mud again. And then it was like three more tributaries. It was like four tributaries on that that side would have been the... Word of the day, folks, is tributary. Yeah, Trevor tributaries. just made it a real word. Tributary, tributary, tributary. Another tributary. <laughs> tributary, by the way, it's, it's larger than a stream but smaller <laughs> than a river. Yeah, we got through that, and then I got to this bigger than a boat, smaller than a yacht. Hell yeah! <laughs> roll. So I get so smaller than a Big Mac, bigger than a small Mac. So as we <laughs> as we get to as I get to the the the, the tip of it, tip of the matter. Trevor's always working the tip. Always working the tip. <laughs> but as I end up getting to the north end of it, which is the the tip, I realize like there is this like dam. Remember, there was that dam, so when I got... Damn! Like, what the fish say when we swam into a wall? Damn. Like that. But, as as he... Where uh, are the beavers involved? Of course. So I had to scale across this thing, and then I had to crawl through all these thick uh, thorns and shit, and then I had to wade through this very swift water, and I had to, like, get all my shit across, and I had to go through... Probably 50 yards of just straight thorns. Had to crawl myself. And the only thing I can imagine while he's in there just doing all up. this shit I was going straight up is that the- he's walking across like creeks that are just fucking trickles. No. And, he, and he's no. walking under a tree no. that's it like a, it's like a five foot no, tree. Brutal. He's like, this tree was massive. And Bro, I-, I used to fight wildland fire and I did trails. Like, I've done some shit with that. <laughs> Trevor's just lying to make his story sound cool. No. He went and hid in the woods and he smoked a bunch no. of weed. <laughs> no. Look, you know me, man. I know my way around. <laughs> Here's the funniest thing is as he's doing this giant trip around a giant lake. You're stuck there. I was stuck truck. in the truck. Crippled. I couldn't move. You're crippled. And it had gotten dark. It had gotten, uh, you know, an hour and a half into it being dark. Yeah. <laughs> And he left uh, hours ago. He told me he was going to leave, but I figured he'd be back within a couple of hours. And, I mean, four hours went by. Like so five at that point. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a while. And when he came back, I was all pissed off at him. I was like, where'd you go? He's like, I went for a hike around the, on, around the lake. I was like, so you don't pick up your phone? And apparently there was no cell no, service, no service on the other side of the lake. There was none. But it was so funny. I was all worried. I was like, oh, oh man, like, Trevor hurt himself, and nobody knows where he's at, and I can't go find him. Yeah. 
but I've been hurt in the woods with you, and I still got myself to safety. Like I'm, I'm a pretty tough cookie. I've been through some shit with the woods, so. So this is how Trevor dies, guys. He thinks he's all tough and shit, oh. and he goes out into the woods, and then I'm with him, and he does some dumb shit, and then he falls down and kills himself. Hell and then yeah! I gotta explain also, to the cops. If it's me, there's gonna be a train involved. Yeah, for some reason. There's a train that we're, randomly we're at comes the through. ocean. For some reason, there's a train. Yeah. Slight context in my the uh, the Ulster family, my dad's side. Uh, my dad's sister, she her car broke down in rural Minnesota in like 1970. Open the doors and this train rolled through and smashed and killed her. And before that, like my great great, can I ask, did she think about uncle? rolling down the window? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It was 1970, like everything was old school, so it was rolled down windows. Yeah, but that's what I mean. And she could have possibly rolled down the window. I don't know. I never, he, he told me very quickly, and like he never was like, oh, let me tell his details. He was like, yeah, she died. And that was all he ever said about it. Like he never talked about it. Like it bothered him. So I I never made train jokes around him. I, I thought about it, but I would never do that. A train leaves Minnesota going at 35 miles an hour. And also, like, our great uncle also... He doesn't like any of the train. math problems yeah. that involve trains. He's yeah. like, Dad, I need help with his math problem. And he's like, fuck that train and that math problem. But also, our great uncle, apparently, he got drunk and fell in front of the train track and it killed him back. But this was like... The 1920s, Yeah, but that's a classic way of dying, yeah, man. Dude. Oh, shit, I've fallen on the train I'm tracks. Oh, oh, man, I can't get up. My leg's fucked up. And then it's like, you know what would be worse is if the train was coming right now. Oh, well, I guess I'll try to get up. Burn, the, tra- burn. <laughs> the, the train is like, Yahtzee, bitches, I'm a fucking train. <laughs> and, and you got to imagine... the tank engine. You got to imagine the, like, slow try to get up and gather yourself. You're like, oh, shit, it is a train. And you're, like, trying and to you roll hear the whistle. over. You hear the whistle. You try to roll over. You get up. You, oh, like, no. kind of sprawl on your hands and your feet. And you, like, stand yourself up. You slip real quick. Yeah, you oh. fall back down the other oh. way. And, oh, shit. And then you, you hear the whistle again. getting closer. Yeah, you it's roll getting over closer. again and you get back up and you're like, all right, I got it this time. And as you're trying to run off, you trip again, you fall forward. This and your time. arm gets caught for some <laughs> yeah. reason. In between, the, there's like a section damn of Damn these rusty nails on these damn ah. train tracks. Ah. Got me again. <laughs> and then death by train. <laughs> and that's how it rolls. And that's how it goes, folks. The 319 leaves at 319 every day from Chicago, and it's never been late. Never. It's not stopping for no dead drunk guy on the tracks. They're about to be dead good guy. Very true. Skid Row. Ooh. Skid Row. And we don't mean the, the fucking overplayed 80s hair metal band Skid Row. No, no. I mean splattered across the train tracks Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Trevor, are you ready to play it out? I'll play it out. All right. With an original song. All right, folks, Two Lonely Boys, we're getting ready to rap. Trevor, hit it.
wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> I'm sure I made up. Yeah, good job. All right, oh. folks, Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe podcast. I'm Gravel Shits. Chris Evans is my name. George is George. Alias is Trevor Alstrom. Yeah. They call me Tater Salad. Call my son Tater's Hot. Run white. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>